0: so what I want to share with you is a message that Paul had for the church at Galatia Paul brought the gospel to the church in Galatia and after he was done some so-called super apostles big wig rock star preachers came in after him and tried to distort what he had taught them and it really upset Paul and he was really discouraged by that and he was saw that there were beginning to be rumblings of divisions in the church and people were coming against each other and as they're coming against each other in the church they're coming against others how many of you know have you ever met a christian that was judgmental well i want to we we need to watch out and we need to watch our attitudes and that's what i want to share with you this morning And we are in a time where there is so much of a whirlwind to go around and upset most of us. Uh, Here's just a few things that are on your plate and my plate as we listen to the news or the headlines and see what's going on. Obviously, COVID is a big issue, Uh, climate control, defunding police, masks, masks. Uh, feminism, abortion, LGBTQ, antifa, socialism, critical race theory, vaccines, anarchy, wars—it's—it's it's bombarding our senses. Has anybody happened to feel any of this? I mean, literally at night, your your stomach is is rumbling and your head is swirling where do I stand on these positions so you listen to your favorite preacher to figure out where does he stand and and you happen to notice the YouTube next to him that says that guy's an idiot and a and from the devil don't listen to him this is where you should stand and All of this is going on and it's not just in the United States because that's what you've been focusing on. This is global. This has been happening around the world. It is at a level that is not within just our political system. It is all over the map of the globe. Jesus said, it shall be in the last days as it was in the times of Noah. That was a global flood. That was a global problem with humanity, and God had to deal with the world globally. We're in a global pandemic, a global anarchy, global terrorism, global wars. And, and it goes on and on. And we're looking for government, we're looking for society, we're looking for medical, we're looking for rights and freedoms, let alone the problem we have within the church where we can't deal with, is the Bible-inspired Word of God, or is it not? Our tongues for today, are they not? Is there really a trinity, or is it just God? Is there apostles? Is there sin? Or uh, if you call something sin, is that bad? Is there prophecy? What about gay marriage and the church End times? When is it really going to happen? What about the worship wars? This music versus that music? Don't ever listen to this music again. Spiritual gifts substitutional atonement Did Jesus really die for all or just for the elect or for everybody we all go to heaven and all of this is going on and it's a lot to handle wouldn't you agree and the and the temperature within the church without the church is gaining this sense of if you don't agree with me you're wrong and I can't like you In fact, you're an enemy, and that's going on in the church. It was happening in Galatian, And so there's all this fighting going on, and and it's, it's horrible for people as we're supposed to win the loss to the church, and who wants to come into a church that is fighting with each other? We need to have an attitude. We need to watch out for what's going on. And in this day and hour, God needs His church on watch. And I believe that this passage is going to help us. Galatians 5, 13-16. Let me read it to you. If you have it in your Bible, you can highlight it. It says this, You were called to freedom, brothers. Just don't use your freedom for an opportunity of the flesh. But through love, serve one another. I'm going to say that one more time. Through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you're not consumed by one another. That's the watch word today. Watch out. With your flesh and the attitude you have against each other. Keep in step with the Spirit. I say walk by the Spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. Because we are responding to so much out of our flesh. We have fleshly attitudes about each other and about others. People have warned me, Pastor, I don't think you want to be on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. I choose not to be because I want to be able to sleep at night. They said, well, if you'd see some of the things that the people at C3 write on Facebook, you'd be upset. That's why I'm not on Facebook. What are we doing with each other? And this is what Paul's focusing in on. He says this, but if you bite and devour one another... Watch out that you are not going to be consuming each other. It's called Christian cannibalism. We chew on each other. We bite each other. We're devouring each other. You don't agree with me? Then you're believing in a lie from the devil. We. Uh, you, I mean, I, I go on YouTube to find interesting articles and things to hear and preachers to listen to and and i'm so upset over where the church is i don't know anybody trying to find some studies for jesus they're they're going to look at one guy and and they oh i like this music this is cool music oh look into the depth of this it's beautiful and then the next youtube right next to it is that's from the pit of hell you can't listen to that music because these people do this this and this Where did you get your information? From the other YouTube guy that got it from over here. And so we watch one of those, or we read one of those, or we listen to a podcast, and all of a sudden, the guy we're listening to is the expert, and he knows everything that's wrong with the other guy, but you don't question the guy you're listening to. Where are we getting all this information, and why is it we're biting and devouring each other in the church? It's because of the flesh. Why would we want to save the lost and have them come into a fighting dog cage? They walk into the church and they're judged immediately. Look at his hair. Look at his this. Look at his that. He smells. He's that. He's got this cap on. He's got that T-shirt on. You're of the devil. We immediately demonize everybody. We used to be able to discuss things Work them out. Show me in Scripture. What do you mean? Oh, you feel that way. I feel this way. But we're not even allowing that anymore. We're not. Can you believe that we would disagree on something? Hmm. What are we going to do with that? How about if we would de- agree with the fundamentals, but we leave liberty for the areas that we can learn and grow in together? I mean, face it. You take it with the with the elections. With with, uh, with the medicine and with everything else. People are trying to find their way. And if you don't agree with them, kick them out of the way. That's the attitude. We value our opinion more than we value each other. I'm going to say that one more time. Somebody write it down and make a t-shirt. We value our opinions more than we do others. Is that the Spirit of God? No. We're not seeing people as the Lord sees them. We talk about people groups. This should not be, as believers, we should not be able to say, Oh, those Democrats. They're all this. Demon-infested people. They're all wrong. You Republicans are all this. You white people are the problem. No, it's all the blacks. Oh, no, no, no. It's the Hispanic people. They're the... How dare anyone lump a group of people together and slander them? This is not the Spirit of God. This is not from the Lord, and it should not be in the mouths of believers. You cannot categorize an entire group of people. These are all individuals that Jesus died for. And so we must watch ourselves. He goes and he uses an increasing attitude with what we do we bite each other he says well that's how you start just a little nip just a little quip I just nod I I just I just bit him a little bit you know I just had to say my opinion about them do you know what they think do you know this so you slander, you gossip, you say something. It's just a little nip. They'll get over it. We bite each other. Then we get the taste for it. Our flesh gets gratified. Had a taste. God didn't kill me. I must be right. So then we go in and we begin to devour. We begin to chew. We begin to share and chew and bite and chew and and devour. And that's when he says, watch out. You're going to consume each other. To where we chew someone up and spit them out. He's talking to the church. I'm compelled to give you this message because this is the hour. The church must be on watch because it is so crazy out there. But it's the hour we need to stand so sure in the love of Christ. Sin may be abounding. Can I tell you an equation in Scripture that is greater? Sin abounds, but grace abounds all the more it super abounds so where there is all sorts of sin and it's driving oh no look at all the sin somebody get ready because grace is going to super abound where is that grace going to come from who's got grace for the other people who's got grace for the lost who's got grace for the sinner who's got grace for the saints Those whose mind are stayed on the Lord, filled with the Spirit of God. Don't get into the climate of this age and start biting and chewing and devouring. Have nothing to do with it. Walk away from it. Watch out, he says. The word for watch out in the Greek means to open your eyes. Open your eyes and see what's happening. Oh, my eyes are open. I'm watching what's happening there's sin everywhere and bad people and they're taking my freedoms away and they're doing all these things with the law and they're they're forcing me to get this and to get that stand against it be angry but sin not have a voice have a position make your statement But the minute you cross over from speaking what you understand to be true, what you understand to be right, and you begin to denigrate or you begin to put someone down or attack their character, you're now walking in the flesh. You see it all the time in debates and on TV. Someone's trying to present their point of view. The other person wants to present their point of view. They counter it and they have nothing else to say and they say, you're you're a hater. You're an idiot. Good argument. You've won me. No. We're not to be that. We're to speak the love of God. Paul said this. Paul was a changed man. How many of you know Paul was a hater? Paul hated Christians. He hated Jesus, that name. He so hated them. You have to understand the language in the New Testament, the book of Acts. When it says Paul went door to door, it says he literally dragged people out of their houses. I mean, he grabbed them by the hair, women and children and kids dragged them out to kill them. He was a hater. And he said this, that Jesus died for all. Jesus would, uh, Paul would qualify himself as the worst of all sinners. So you got to get an attitude of what you got saved from. So that you'd have a heart for everyone else. He said Jesus died for all. That those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. My opinions, oh they matter, but my opinions should be conformed to the love of God for all. I'm not saying give up your understanding, I'm not saying give up your position or your stand, but love your enemies. They're blind. They don't see. And he says this, so from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Oh boy. Try and live that for a day. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. I think we're supposed to. For a life. We don't regard people according to the flesh. You look at them, right? You look at them and you go, (laughs) look at that guy or girl or whatever. (laughs) No. That offends the Spirit of God. These people are confused. They're broken. They're messed up. They'll stand for their opinion because it's all they have. But I'm not going to judge them according to my flesh anymore. I'm going to discern them according to Christ's love. They need Jesus. And I need to care for them. And I need to have grace that will minister. But they're the people that are ready to beat you up. They'll take you out. They did it to Jesus, they'll do it to me. But I'll say, Father, forgive them. That's where we have to get to, brothers and sisters. We don't judge others according to the flesh, but by the love of God who died for all of us. Although we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. That's what Paul was saying. I used to disregard Christ I used to judge Jesus according to my flesh till I met him on a road one day. (laughs) Wow, what an experience that is. And the love of God was poured into his heart for all people. Oh, Paul got angry. Paul got upset, so did Jesus. But they sinned not. And they cared for the lost and they cared for the people that they even disagreed with. And so we need to watch out and open our eyes there's a verse that he says in the beginning of this he says that through love we're to serve one another for the whole law is fulfilled in one word love your neighbor as yourself love your neighbor as yourself well the jews wanted to qualify that who's my neighbor remember they asked jesus that i mean how many feet do i have to be near him to be my neighbor is it just the people on the right and left, or do I have to go across the street too? Because the people across the street are driving me nuts. So who's my neighbor? Isn't it like, that's, that's judging according to the flesh. How, how far do I have to go with this thing, Jesus? So Jesus gives them a the story, the Jewish people, a story about a Samaritan. Jesus is something else. He's figuring out, okay, let me see. Who could be the hero of my story that they all hate? Right? So he tells them a Samaritan comes and rescues a guy that's been beaten up and robbed and left next to the road dead. And a priest goes by and ignores him. Uh, A Levi goes by, ignores him. Uh, A scribe, uh, different people go by and they all ignore him. But this guy goes and cares for him because there's someone in need. That's your neighbor. Anybody pass anybody in need lately? Did you pass anybody on the street lately? Come on, the bottom line is to the believer, everyone's our neighbor. It's time to be Mr. Rogers. Hi, neighbor. It's time to care and to love Jesus. But I don't think they like me, but Jesus loves them. That's your motivation. We're to care for them. Love suffers long. Love is patient. This is what God put in you. Pastor, I can't do this. I know that's why God put his Holy Spirit in you. He already knows that love is patient it's long suffering we never talk of patient like that suffering long has any of any of you suffered a long time for somebody don't look at your husband (laughs) but suffer long patient love is kind love doesn't envy i don't need what you have I've got everything I need in Christ Jesus. Love doesn't parade itself. It's not puffed up. Nobody does that. that was, people used to wear suits and they had little collars here. It's like, no, young people are like, what's this? Never mind. <laughs> Love doesn't behave rudely. Check your Instagram lately, Facebook. No rudeness in the kingdom. Love does not seek its own. Love is not provoked or easily provoked. Get me angry, I'll let you know. You're an idiot. Love thinks no evil. Love does not rejoice in the sin and the iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It bears up all things, it puts up with everything because it's going to stay there to love you you can reject me you can hate me you can spit on me but the love of Christ loves you it believes all things it hopes for all things it endures through all things love never quits love never fails then why are we quitting on each other? Why are we cutting each other off? Why are we biting and devouring in the church? Let alone in the world. The world doesn't want to come to a church. You know, I've seen churches, they have splits, they have divisions. Then they take sides. Then they begin gnawing and chewing on each other. And I've seen churches close because they have Consumed. It's one thing to have the body of Christ, to consume the body of Christ as you take communion. It's another thing to consume the body of Christ because you've devoured each other. Now, look at—I'm not preaching that here because we have a problem here. Visitors are here and going like, "Geez, what's going on in this church?" I'm preaching it to get ready for us as a people. You're going to have people in this congregation that maybe they fall to sin. What should we do? Chew them up. No. Rescue them. We're going to have prodigals coming back and they're going to come in with all kind of hair and and colors and objects on them and, and and all things they've done to themselves, what are you gonna do? Chew on them? You gonna bite them? No, we're going to love. We have so many confused people out there. How many of you know that Jesus is winning people? He's meeting them. They're having encounters with Jesus and they wanna know more. So they figure if I go to a church, I can learn more. I hope they learn more about Jesus and less about our attitudes. Amen. Amen. So there's only one way to do this, and that is, he says, to keep in step with the Spirit. Don't feed the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. I close with an illustration. Yesterday I had breakfast. The men's group uh, meets and has breakfast together, so I went yesterday. And... uh, We're sitting around the table talking, and there was a brother there, and he said, you know, guys, I want to share something with you. He said, I had an experience the other day. He said, I was at the store, and uh, as I was coming out of the store, there was this guy with a cane walking, and he was going to the bathroom in the parking lot. He said, I was disgusted. I thought, wait, hey, what are you doing? They got bathrooms out there, you know? There's women and children out here, and you're just, what the heck's wrong with you, man? He was so angry. Got in his car, they left. Went to the grocery store, and as he was at the grocery store, he saw this family all huddled around their, their shopping cart, and the mom had opened up a pack of sushi that she picked up from the sushi area, and she was feeding all the kids and eating it. And he thought you're stealing. You're ripping it off. You're not going to pay for that. And you're just taking it. He he was upset. His sense of justice, his sense of decency. And he was thinking, what's wrong with this world? What's wrong with these people? I wanted to tell them what is right. He was upset. And he said, then the next day he was at work and he couldn't stop thinking about it. He's thinking about it, working at, at work with his machines and stuff. And he says, the Holy Spirit began to come on him. The Holy Spirit began to say, did you ever consider why that man had to relieve himself in the parking lot? That he couldn't walk far enough or get back quick enough to the bathroom? but had to embarrass himself because of his medical condition. I mean, when you get these downloads, you're starting to melt, and you're going like, no, I didn't think of that, I don't know. And then the Holy Spirit didn't let up and said, did you consider that that mother didn't have money to pay and to buy food for her children? That she had to do whatever she could do to get them something to eat so that their stomachs would stop rumbling and they'd stop complaining just a little bit? Did you consider maybe buying it for her? Did you consider that there's a story that you didn't see as to why that behavior is there? And while he's telling us this, he's weeping. He's crying. Because he saw something with his eyes the Holy Spirit said, wake up. Yes. Open your eyes. And as he was crying and telling us this, he said, what do you guys think? And we're all sitting there pondering, you know, we've all been there. And the Lord quickened to my heart not to be down on it not to look at this as oh, that was bad of you or wrong of you. I heard the Lord say, I healed your blindness. I said, brother, that's awesome. Jesus just healed you. You were blind. Now you see. Now this brother, because he had this experience, when he goes out and sees something he doesn't like, he knows by the Holy Spirit he's been healed to see. There's something going on beyond that story. The compassion of Christ is now in him to see that there are people wounded and broken and they act out, yeah. They say things, yeah. They do terrible things, yeah. But it's because they're so wounded and they need a remedy. They need a Savior. And he's got eyes to now see it and offer. Once I was blind, but now I see. This is the church. Don't get caught up in the spirit of this age, the critical attitude. Stand your ground, yes. Proclaim, yes. Call out what's wrong, what this government's doing wrong, what this all these different things that are doing wrong. Call it out, but don't sin and understand that there's a reason for everybody where they're at. This world is dying for love. It's dying for light. It's lost and scared and terrified. So watch out. Open your eyes. And don't consume one another. Don't attack one another. But what he says is keep in step with the Spirit. I say walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. Before you write your Facebook rant, pray. Before you join in the gossip to devour somebody, pray, walk in the Spirit and understand what the voice of the Lord is saying. You're His instruments, you're His hand and feet. Let's stop chewing on our brothers and sisters or even the lost. You want to devour something, you take those demons and the devil and you put him under your feet. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father God, I thank you for the ministry of your Holy Spirit in this church. I thank it for your work within each one of us. God, we are not going to speak against each other. We fail each other. We make mistakes. We say wrong things. We do wrong things. But may we have the grace of God to care and forgive each other and not bite and gnaw on each other. There are people who hold different positions than we do. Our opinions should never mean more to us than our brother or sister. Let us talk through them. Let us care. Let us even agree to disagree, but agree on Christ's love in our lives. I pray for that Spirit of Christ upon us. The Spirit of love that we read is within each one of us. May it grow. And I ask You, Holy Spirit, Heal us from our blindness. Let that flame that we saw and heard about this morning rise up in us and draw us near each other. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me and let us?